Thanks for tuning in to the Red River Shoutout, a college football podcast hosted by rival fans of the Longhorns and the Sooners. Here are your hosts, Thomas Smith and Rob Fontenot. Welcome back to another episode of the Red River Shoutout. Uh, I'm your host, Thomas, and as, 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 always, as always, Rob is with me. How are you doing this morning, Rob? Doing pretty good, buddy. 7-0. and Big win over TCU. Um, we did get Caleb Williams starting, and we both said it. Completely different team. Very, very fun game to watch. I did catch a little bit of your game. How'd you feel about uh, your Texas versus Oklahoma State game? Well, you know, if we only could play the first half of football and the game be over, I would feel great. We apparently can't. We apparently can't play two down, two halves in in a game. You know, we were like, you know, you take the second halves away from the last two games, man. That's we would we would be uh, what six and one right now, but. This yeah. epic, epic collapses at the end. Um, I'm sitting there watching the game, and I'm like, "What's go- like, uh, you know, we're kind of like dominating the whole game. Like, our, like Oklahoma State's offense is not that good. Like, no, you know, we gave them like we gave them a pick six where mm. we like that was like the pick six kind of like that was kind of like the turning point. I kind of that was that was it right there. I saw. I kind of had the. I kind of had the feeling, I was like, man, like, all right, that's, you know, we're still winning. Okay, and then I was like, all right, let's see what our offense comes and does after that. And then all of a sudden, they go three and out. It's like, okay, that's not great. You know, we get, we go up, go into the off, go into halftime. We're still up. And then they get the ball. They they don't score. We go and score right away. And then it's like, okay, cool. You know, got in the half. All right, let's go. And then... We, I think the last drives that we had, combining new ingredients. The last drives that we, or the last drives that we had, were all three and outs in a pick. So I don't know what it is. Like I know what it is. It's the offensive line can't block, at, and so we're, you know, the defenses are. I don't know why, but the defenses are figuring it out in the second half and stuffing the run, stuffing the pass. Like just can't get a pass going. Yeah. Um. So, you were up twenty-four to sixteen after three quarters. You just got outscored sixteen to zero in the fourth. Yeah, and like you know, people are gonna look at it and say, "Oh, the defense." No, it was not the defense. It was um, play calling. It was it was all on the offensive side. Um, you know, you say, you know, we go three and out six times in a row almost. Um, you know, we don't move the ball at all. And then all of a sudden, um, you know, our, the Ohio, Oklahoma State's uh, offense just keeps going. And, well, of course, because our defense is tired. You know, they've been out there almost the whole third quarter and second and fourth quarter. Of course, they're going to start letting up plays. Oh, yeah. And, you know, like, you watch – if you sat there and watched the whole game and you're like, okay – Oklahoma State had a couple in the first half had a couple of runs, but you know we held them every time in the in the red zone with kicking field goals. And then third quarter we stopped them. Like it was a defensive game until 
our defense just broke or our offense couldn't do anything and our defense just couldn't couldn't keep it up. Yeah. Like you know, Oklahoma State, they have a great defense. They're all they're all super old, super uh uh what is it? Uh, upperclassmen. Upperclassmen yeah. experience it. That mm-hmm. Zane Gonzalez guy or Gonzalez, the linebacker number twenty, he's been there for fourteen years, it feels like. So <laughs> um I'll be glad when he's finally gone, but man, it's it's just you know, it's just it's hard to watch. Um, you know, I want to. I'll I'm gonna I'm gonna be a Texas fan for the my whole life. I'll never give up on them. I don't care how bad they are, but they just might take ten years off my life. Yeah. Um, but it's it's it's. When you can see it and you know you can't fix it right away, like you can see the problem and you can't fix it, because like I, I, we can all see what the problem is. You just don't have a good offensive line. And so, if there's anybody out there listening that you know someone that's a needs to get in the transfer portal, that's good. Tell the offensive lineman to come to Texas because they'll definitely start next year. Like, we <laughs> we need some help there, and that's like, that's where Shakisian needs to be working this offseason is in the transfer portal, getting some offensive linemen here, get some. Juco guys up, get some, you know, graduate, you know, grad transfers or whatever you can get, get them in here because the young bucks aren't ready and the old guys that are there aren't aren't very good. So, remember we had done uh, a touchdown or turnover, and you asked if Texas and Oklahoma were going to have a rematch in the Big Twelve, and I said it all depends on Texas Oklahoma State. Mm-hmm. And it's looking like a uh, Oklahoma Oklahoma State Saturday after Thanksgiving showdown for the regular season title. Yeah, probably back to back play each yeah. other back to back. So, do you want to well, win the first one? I don't know. <laughs> well, for Oklahoma, yeah. Well, both of y'all are gonna be under. Well, you know, you know, Oklahoma if they State don't has stumble. Uh, if they don't stumble. They have a tough game next week against Iowa State. So, you know, Oklahoma State has gone through us, which I don't even know if that's accomplishment anymore. Yeah. Um, and then they've gone through Baylor. And the next really test is uh, Iowa State. Because Iowa State, is, you know, in conference they still have a shot. You know, they have a shot to make the Big 12 championship. So, you know, and then playing in Ames is always difficult. So, but we can talk about that next next time. Yeah. But, yeah, so. Hey, during the, uh, not to cut you off, but during the OU game, they were talking about Spencer Rattler being a uh, Heisman hopeful at the beginning of the year. And they pointed out that the the five guys, and I don't even know this to be true, but it's just what they're saying. That like the five guys that were preseason, you know, top five chances to win the Heisman, they're all out of it. Mm-hmm. You know, it was uh, we had the two big boys. We had the big boys in our game, Kirk Herbstreet, and uh, he was like, is Caleb Williams a Heisman I, front runner or a Heisman hopeful now? And he and the other guys like he only played. He's only played one game. He's like, well, who it is? Who is it then? Right. So this so. Going off of that, man, like you have people need to go and just like watch the first half of our games where 
of Robinson's getting the ball, all the balls, all the touches, and scoring. Like, I know Texas is Texas is going to be four and they'll be four and three. They might end up eight and four, maybe realistically. I can think eight and four could be realistically like be like on with the remaining schedule we have. Eight and four is yeah. realistic before the bowl game. Robinson deserves to be in, in the highest man watch. Like the kid is good. Yeah. The kid, you know, like he make like if, if we didn't have him, I honestly believe we want to score a single point. The way we've been mm. playing, like we have talented players everywhere else too, but Robinson can make a defensive lineman in the backfield miss because he has to, then make the linebacker miss, and then outrun the secondary. Not a lot of running backs can do that. You know, we're so we're so lucky to have him for at least one more year and maybe we can get this offense working. But yeah. Yeah, like you well, like like you yeah. said, there's no one there's this year for Heisman, it's up for grass for everybody. No one Yeah, knows I mean who, I've never heard anyone talk about anyone now. I mean, who who is it? Who's who's yeah. it gonna be? But so, I mean this we'll guy see. this guy like starts in what, game six? He takes over in the in the Red River. You know, they're already five and zero. Now they're seven and zero. I mean, I, I don't see it happening, but you never know. So let's talk about out. let's talk about Oklahoma. They're seven and zero. Yeah. Where they let's, should be. That's where So remember we didn't know who was gonna start. And it was kinda I think they were keeping it a secret on purpose. And Caleb got the start. The crowd went wild. And just like the second half of the Red River game, they look like a completely different team. They had the yeah. long ball going. Kennedy Brooks had 153 yards rushing. They can run the ball. They have deep threats now. Completely different team. And they've already, they're already, you know, they were number two. They went to what, five or six, and people keep losing in front of them. Now they're number four. They're going to move up again. Uh-huh. You know, because somebody, I think Iowa got embarrassed. Yeah. They lost. They were like number two. So they're going to move up. They're going to be number two or number three. Completely different team. We we don't even got to get into the game because they looked amazing. If anyone watched it, uh, TCU would get where they were, you know, like, they, they you close. think, yeah, you would think, uh-oh, here they come. And then we would just, like, score right away. It was just... Yeah, it was a good if, game. TCU put up a good fight. If Rattler was in the game, I think TCU would have had, you know, if Rattler was, is that Rattler's game? You know, TCU would have been, you'd be a little bit more concerned when TCU got in within 10. You're like, oh, you know, okay, is Rattler going to go and make a mistake here and actually get TCU back into the game? Yeah. But with Williams, you know, I didn't get to watch a lot because um, I took my daughter out to a pumpkin patch. And so, you know, you got to do some of that. That's all you have to, all you have to do is look at all the games OU won by three or four. Mm-hmm. They, they they were even like a, an Aflac trivia question. Oh yeah, because the it was yeah. It's like what what top ranked team or I don't even know what it was. They you know that they won all their games against FBS opponents by by less than seven. And if, you know, if they would have only won by seven here, they I guess they would have tied their record, whoever had the record. But completely different team. I mean, they might have won 32 to 31. Who knows what would have happened? 
Spencer Rattler should not step foot on the field again. They are so much better with this guy. So much better. Go to the portal. I don't know. We said it before. Why would you? Why would you think this guy could be an NFL quarterback? If he they even talk, they talked about this in the game too. Like how how would someone draft him if he loses his job to a true freshman who didn't even play uh, football his senior year because of COVID? Like how can how, why would you want this guy? He can't even beat out a a, a kid. So yeah. he's done. Caleb Williams. I, I said before Oklahoma's overrated. They shouldn't be rated that high. Take it back with Caleb Williams, definitely one of the best teams in the nation. Yeah, I think Caleb Williams does change it up a little bit. You know, he still is kind of new, so not a lot of people can, not a lot of people know what he can do, and he's showing he can do some things. So, oh, yeah. All right. So that's, there's really nothing else to say about the Oklahoma game. Oklahoma, as long as they don't stumble somewhere, they should have a shot in the playoffs. And hey, with everything going this year, they might have actually win a playoff game, you know? Maybe. Because, like, who, who knows what's going to happen in it. So, let's just let's get through these other ones real quick. Um, Iowa State beat Kansas State 33-20. to um, Kind of not a surprise. I took Kansas State, but kind of let me down. Um, a surprise for us is we both took Baylor, but Baylor ended up – or. We both took BYU, sorry. Yeah, yeah. But Baylor won uh, 38-24. So maybe that Oklahoma-Baylor game might be pretty good. You know, they've I, kind of, picked, I only picked BYU because I hate Baylor. Yeah. I, I hate picked BYU. Well, you know, we, we, like, we have a bye next week, and then we play Baylor after that. So we'll see. Ooh, but, ooh. But, you know, we could, like, Baylor, Baylor could be another team. Like, there's... You know, it's three. There's three teams that could easily be a part of it. Um. So then we have, you know, Texas Tech beat Tech or Texas Tech beat Kansas, forty-one to fourteen. Yep. Everybody kind of saw that. Oh yeah. Um. So one thing I do kind of want to talk about real quick is I don't know if you got to saw see the place or not, but we had a. I hate being a fan that does this because I just hate it. But we had a roughing the passer call against us. Mm-hmm. And by the letter of the law, he took him down and he landed on top of him. So they call that pa- pa- uh, roughing the passer. Mm-hmm. Okay, fine. Whatever. A couple of series later, when Casey, Casey got hurt on this play, he got just, I the wind knocked out of him. But... The, their player literally did the same thing, hit Casey right in the stomach, and then drove him into the ground. And they didn't call him. They didn't call a flag, or they didn't do roughing the passer. You know, there's a very, very obvious defensive pass interference in the end zone that they didn't call. And I'm just like, every time we play Oklahoma State, we always have bad ref games, and like. It may could have changed the outcome, but the way our offense is playing, I don't think it would have. But I just that's just something I just I've noticed the past couple of years playing them and last last game, just yesterday's game. So after I get off my soapbox, let's just let me it. ask you this. I don't know if you're gonna bring it up, but did you see that Lane Kiffin caught that golf ball? Uh he, I don't think he caught it, but he he definitely oh. got hit by it. 
I hit him in the elbow. Oh, okay. I thought he caught it. No, but like, yeah, like that was crazy. Like Tennessee, like they delayed that game for almost twenty minutes because Tennessee um, was uh, their fans were throwing stuff on the on the ground or on the state at the players and stuff. That would explain why the golf ball was orange. Yeah, that's true. But that's that's just that's just embarrassing, man. Yeah. So. All right, I'm I'm switching over to top twenty-five. So right. so right now, who who's the best teams in the Big Twelve? OU, OSU, Baylor, and then Iowa State. Iowa yeah. State's moved back up into number four. I thought, yeah, I have Texas at five because. Come on, we, dude. We've beaten TCU and we've beaten Tech. West Virginia, KU have not won a Big Twelve game, and Kansas State. Uh, and Kansas State. So tell me what's wrong. Tell me what's wrong with that. Have you beat we, Kansas State yet? We haven't played them yet. Okay, so there, there's that. That's the battle so for fifth. That's the so battle for fifth. Five. Well, you so you what, can you can go for fifth when you play each other. Well, we won't play we won't play them to the end of the year. What's funny is Oklahoma hasn't played Oklahoma State. They haven't played Baylor. They haven't played Iowa State. They haven't played Kansas State or Kansas. They pretty much haven't. It seems like they haven't played anybody. Yeah, they beat TCU and Texas. It seems like. Oh, West Virginia. I think that's the only three teams they've beaten so far, but it has to be one more. Texas? Did I forget about that one? Texas Tech, you mean? Yeah. No, I mean... Teams that we played. I forgot to count you guys, I think. I don't know. Who knows? But it's pretty funny. We're going over the scores, and I'm like, God, we haven't played them yet. We haven't played them yet. Still a lot of yeah. good, lot of exciting, good... Big 12 action left, so looking forward to these games coming up. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, there's, you know, the big, the top 25, there's not a lot of people, you know, Kentucky lost to Georgia, which is one of our games. We both picked Georgia. So, yeah, we both picked Georgia. Um, Auburn won. Um North Carolina State beat Boston College. We both pit them. Uh, Pitt beat Virginia Tech, and then UTSA stays undefeated, winning yeah. forty-five to zero. So, Let's get them in the top twenty-five, America. What's they, going they on? Should, they should be. You know, they definitely should be for sure. Um, there were five. So yeah. Remember, there were five Big Ten teams in the in the top yeah. five, and what, three of them. Three of them were on by. Michigan State ended up winning, and yep. Iowa got embarrassed. So, oh yeah, I didn't see that coming. Alabama uh, with another big win. They're gonna move up. Yeah, they're number five. Ole Miss is number thirteen. They're gonna move up. Auburn, man, Arkansas is four and three now, and we we're thinking they actually had a chance to win the SEC. Your second favorite team, Arizona State, lost to Utah. That's not my second favorite team. I know. You were just pumping them up earlier in the year because of their – Oh, that's UCLA. Because of their coach. Yeah, but Arizona State had, uh, you know, that that old-time coach. They used to be for the Eagle. Herm Edwards, right? Herm Edwards, yeah. Yeah. There there was an upset there. Uh, They got the same record now, but LSU beat Florida. 
Yeah. At the, at the end of the game. Texas A&M won again. Yeah. They look, they look to kind of bounce back after their first two losses. So. So go, going to the Big 12, who had the win of the week? Oh, it has to be Oklahoma State. For sure. What? Because they beat you? Yeah, the way they, they, had, they, they came back to win. For, yeah. Who else would win? Who else would it be? Baylor beat a ranked team. Well, I, I was going off of Big 12 matchup games. Ah, uh, well, Iowa State beating Kansas State was a pretty good win. Oklahoma. I, I mean, I, I think Oklahoma had the win of the week. Not when you're favored by 13 and a half. But it's just like, the way that it's the way that they won. True. Like I said, I wasn't able to actually fully watch that game. Yeah, but, but it's just. Just for me, it's the way they looked before and the way they look now. I mean, it was such a good win. They just they look so good. Yeah. I know. I, I mean, I don't know. Who knows? UT was ranked. You OSU. OSU was was higher ranked than Texas. Yeah. But the way they made it sound like on TV is like that Texas should have Texas should have been ranked like three. Again, yeah, talking Tex- about Texas was favored. Texas was at home. They were they ended up like the spread got down all the way to three at the end. Oh, like towards kickoff. So, so OSU had a good win against yeah. UT, who's already lost three games, and T. Uh, I think OU had had an exciting win. It was, it was just the way they played. But if you look at rankings, if you look at how important the win was for them, I guess you're right. Us, Oklahoma State, that was a very, very big win. It was a very yeah. big hurdle, you know, to become like, okay, this is Big 12 is OU in Texas, and they made it Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. That, with that win, yeah. they just – but now you, you have to look out for Iowa State. They're still in it. I was saying Baylor. Ba- Baylor, yeah, we got we got the final four here. Yeah, so yeah, I think you know the Big Twelve is definitely right now is an Oklahoma race, <clears throat> but a state of Oklahoma race. But you can't sleep on these. You can't, like I think in the Big Twelve, you can't. There's only one team. Eating, hell, Texas can't even do it. But like Kansas is like kind of like your freebie maybe for some teams. But everybody else, like, you have to make sure you come to ready to play because it's going to be – I honestly think that the Big 12 championship games going to – like, there's both – like, one team's going to have two losses, I believe. Hmm. I, I don't think – I don't think Texas is going to make it, so I'm not trying to say that because, like, we still have a good two teams we got to play. Mm-hmm. But I think – like – you know, Oklahoma State might lose one. Iowa State, I don't know. We could see, but like, because you have to, like for Oklahoma State, you know, you kind of have to keep that loss until you're back to the end of the season to y'all, because that's like, oh yeah, you have to go undefeated till then. Oh yeah, but so well. Uh, anything else catch your eye this weekend on games? There's a lot of people on buys. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, no, it was just, it was just for me personally as an OU fan. 
I love the game. I love the energy. I love mm. the first the first game with uh, Caleb Williams starting. Loved it. Loved it a lot. Loved the deep threat. Loved the running game. And uh, I was going to say something else, but I was rambling on so much I forgot. But oh yeah, I remember we were talking about who are you for? OU or Texas, Oklahoma State or Texas? And I said I I really wouldn't know until the game starts. But I found myself pulling for Oklahoma State as much as I hate them. I don't know if I suppose I live in Texas, and yeah. it gives me like maybe a little bit of of uh trash talking ammo i don't know I, I don't know why but i felt myself pulling for them and i had to remind myself of that because i know we had talked about it yeah so um yeah you got I, you got touchdown or turnovers or you forgot um do you have any i just made two of them up while we were talking okay um okay go for it what are your two? My two is touchdown or turnover. Oklahoma and Oklahoma State will both be undefeated when they meet each other in November. Uh, I'm going to say turnover. I think someone gets Oklahoma State because their offense isn't that good. Like, you know, like to me, like, the offense isn't an isn't, uh, elite offense. Like Oklahoma is, they have a great defense, but their offense isn't that good. Yep. So. I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with you. I don't know which one of them's gonna lose, but if if you look back at history, somebody falls, somebody has a bad game, somebody gets upset. I don't know if it's one of them or both of them, but I don't think both of them will be undefeated. Some somebody will, and you made a very good point. If I had to pick one or the other. Oklahoma State based on their offense. Yeah. What's your second one? My second one is a food one. Okay. Cinnamon rolls are better than honey buns. Of course. Oh, touchdown. Touchdown. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Cinnamon rolls are definitely the best or or better than honey buns. So on the way home from Houston one time, I, uh, I, had a, I had a package delivered while we were gone. So, so the neighbor got it for me. And uh, he said, you know, just come over later tonight or tomorrow, whatever. And so to be nice, I said, hey, I'm at Bucky's, you know, on the way home. Do you want anything? And he said, yeah, give, get my wife a cinnamon roll from Bucky. She loves those things. And I've never had one, so I was like, I might as well buy one for us, too, to try it out. And they, they were really good. I've been in there bunches of times and never even thought about getting a cinnamon roll, but very, very good. Yeah, definitely for sure. Uh, um, so, yeah, um, so just like Texas, I only showed up for the first half of the podcast. I do not have any touchdown and turnovers, so... That's, I, I, let me ask you this. I was gonna, I was gonna use it for my my baseball one, but hopefully the same people don't listen to it. But one I had for that was because I, I saw the the pan. You know, they sell the pan that looks like an S for brownies. Yeah. 
so that you can have all end pieces. Mm -hmm. But I, I'd rather have the middle. What about you? Middle or edge pieces? I guess that's what they're called. Uh, I like I like the good edge. I like a good edge piece. Is it because the the edge is is chewy? Is that what people like about it? It's like some of it. I guess some of it's mostly because people like it being, um, like kind of like hard on the side. So. Yeah, I don't know why. I'm a middle guy. Cake uh, too. I mean, like. I used to get birthday cake. We'd get everybody a piece till you get to that second row where there's that middle one that's not touching any edges, and that's definitely my piece. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm more of an edge guy, for sure. I think the edges of cake and brownie is, is different. I oh, mean, yeah. the, brown, the edges of brownies are pretty good, but I definitely wouldn't buy a pan so that every piece of brownie is an edge piece. Definitely not going to do that. Yeah, uh, that makes sense. All right, buddy. That's it. All right, Another man. Show well, in the books. Yeah. I hope like next week's gonna be a great week for me. No stress. Texas is off. So Ooh. But And and we may have a surprise for everybody if we if we get it if we get it done in time. Yeah, that's true. So look out for the next episode for a little little bonus. I don't know what to call whoa, it. Whoa, whoa. Hold on, hold on. I just got breaking news. Like, literally just came on my phone. Uh, Ed Orjon is re uh, reporting going to part ways after the season with LSU. Huh. That's not surprising, but they just won, so that's kind of surprising, really. Yeah, that's pretty weird. But, yeah, so apparently he's going to be bye-bye. LSU will be looking for a new coach next year. How the hell did Iowa lose 24-7 at home? It's just, because they haven't been ranked that high in so long. Yeah. You know, one, one thing here on the side, it says, fine bomb. Cincinnati needs a lot of help to reach college football playoffs. Why? I, I don't think so. If they're undefeated and they're in the top four, why? Everybody else, Iowa's had their chance. Alabama's lost already. Anyone that's had a chance to be up there has lost already, so why? Yeah. If they if they run the tables, it, it'll be a travesty if they leave them out. I don't I don't care if they go to the playoffs and lose seventy one to zero. If they go undefeated, they deserve it because they they had good wins in the beginning of the year. Yeah, for sure, they definitely deserve to be in there. All right, buddy. All right, man. Well, um, for Rob, I'm Thomas. Thanks for listening, and we'll see. Oh, go to follow us at the Red River Pod. If you have an Apple phone, go rate us at Apple Podcasts. Give us a five-star rating. We really appreciate it. And we will see you all in the next episode. All right, buddy.